0: appreciate, I don't. is that as we've been fighting the COVID and all the, the unrest and the protests and the, the 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 rest of the world was courteous enough to just stop doing anything we should care about. Right. I'm sorry. I've got the control room in my ear. What's that? <laughs> hmm? Oh, no. Turns out the world has kept spinning and, and the evildoers are continuing to work their evil. In particular... The dragon.
1: At the top of the list for uh, evildoers, certainly long-term, has got to be China. China!
0: Which, uh, Beyond question. They make Putin look like a punk.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole China thing. I can't stop reading about it. I'm currently reading some stuff from uh, the guy who won the Nobel Prize. I don't know how to pronounce any of these people's names, um, but he won the Nobel Prize in 2010. He was in prison a bunch of times. Mm. I you think I know the guy probably remember the story, but... Yeah. Um, he he has this book of uh, essays that he's written over the years about Tiananmen Square and um, him going to prison and concentration camps and all this different stuff. And it is an evil, evil country, as evil as anything has ever been. And for some reason, they managed to fly under the radar for the last several decades. A lot of it because a bunch of U.S. companies and European country companies were making a lot of money off of it mm-hmm. and didn't want to highlight the fact that it, they knew it was an evil com- a country.
0: R- right. Right. Yeah, well, and, and they're very, very smart people who run China, and they understand what we want to hear. We, the West, they know how to manipulate us. They they, they get our papers delivered to uh, Tiananmen Square. They're to the, what, what do you call the giant Chinese government complex? Everybody knows the, the Kremlin. What do you say for China?
1: Mm. I don't know either. It's not 10 Downing Street. No. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, what was I going to say to lead into this? China, China? Scary. David Bowie's China Girl. Oh, I don't know. They're, they're a smarter. Doobie so- Brothers, China Grove. They're a smarter, richer Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Um. Uh, listening way to smarter
0: the- and way richer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And part of it is they, they watched what happened with the Soviet Union and learned the lessons. Mm-hmm. Anywho, FBI Director Ray was talking about it yesterday, and let's hear a little bit of it i speak of the threat from china
3: i mean the government of china and the chinese communist party to understand this threat and how we must act to respond to it the american people should remember three things first we need to be clear-eyed about the scope of the chinese government's ambition china the chinese communist party believes it's in a generational fight to surpass our country in economic and technological leadership. Now that's sobering enough, but it's waging that fight not through legitimate innovation, not through fair and lawful competition, and not by giving their citizens the freedom of thought and speech and creativity that we treasure here in the United States.
1: If I could pause for just for a second, I was thinking about this the other day because um, I think it was in the Bully of Asia, which Tim sandifer recommended as the best book on China, and I've been reading that also. And a lot of it is some really deep history on China. Their entire culture of seeing themselves as the center of the world and number one in everything goes runs so deep. So to say it's a goal to be number one really underplays it in that you know goal setting is important i have goals like uh, i have a goal to eat better yeah, i kind of try sometimes i do mm-hmm. i have a goal to be a good guitar player and sometimes i practice and then sometimes i don't but it's deep within me it's it's my being to be a parent it, I don't even have to think about it being a goal. It is just what I am. Mm-hmm. Everything I do every day is around making money for the family, spending this, 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 this everything. Everything is of all that. Good it comparison is, there. Yeah. It is my, it's so much my worldview, I can't even step outside of it. Mm-hmm. That's the way China is, through and through, of being number one. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and if they're not, it's an injustice. Absolutely. And, and
1: something to be corrected aggressively more from the FBI director
3: a thought and speech and creativity that we treasure here in the United States instead China is engaged in a whole of state effort to become the world's only superpower by any means necessary the second thing the American people need to understand is that China uses a diverse range of sophisticated techniques you know I
1: gotta stop everything there and no, I just cyber- d- how am I just hearing this first? The FBI director pointing out China's goal is to be the lone superpower by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! That's true, by the way. That's absolutely, absolutely true. But the fact that's being said by the FBI director and doesn't get more attention, that we would be having any conversations today about Confederate statues or whatever, and not that, is holy crap. The second richest country in the world, nuclear power, giant military. Some people in our military now say they're up here with us. We couldn't win a war with them. Mm-hmm. They, their goal is to be the lone superpower by any means necessary. Well, you got to pay attention to that enemy. Holy crap.
3: The American people need to understand is that China uses a diverse range of sophisticated techniques. Everything from cyber intrusions to corrupting trusted insiders. They've even engaged in outright physical theft, and they've pioneered an expansive approach to stealing innovation through a wide range of actors, including not just Chinese intelligence services, but state-owned enterprises, ostensibly private companies, certain kinds of graduate students and researchers, and a whole variety of other actors working on their behalf. To achieve its goals and surpass America, China recognizes it needs to make leaps in cutting-edge technologies. But the sad fact is that instead of engaging in the hard slog of innovation, China often steals American intellectual property and then uses it to compete against the very American companies it victimized. In effect, cheating twice over. They're targeting research on everything from military equipment, to wind turbines, to rice and corn seeds, through its talent recruitment programs like the so-called thousand talents program the chinese government tries to entice scientists to secretly bring our knowledge and innovation back to china even if that means stealing proprietary information or violating our export controls and conflict of interest rules
2: Um
1: that's the fbi director yesterday i like what you mentioned ostensibly private companies because there's no such thing in china uh... really um we're just we're just at the beginning edge aren't we of everybody in the world recognizing this and going into full deep cold war where you're either with China or you're with the United States
0: i think so yeah people were clinging to hope until pretty recently we, we talked about europe and their being fine with huawei installing their 5g and being in charge of their communications which is practically suicidal um i think it was the the dying hours of this naive hope that China would come around and and start to behave in in the community of nations, but I, I think the number of people who are still clinging to that hope are fewer and fewer. Thank God. And ironically, the COVID thing helped to uh, help to point that out to everybody.
1: You have a comment, Sean?
2: Well, I it's interesting that they. We're aware of. In order to compete on the global stage with America, we need to take giant leaps forward in innovation. Mm -hmm. But they cannot innovate because you cannot dictate creativity. Right? You can put a gun to someone's head and say, "Dig a ditch." Be Steve Jobs, And, and and they and they will dig that ditch for fear of their life. But you can't put a gun to someone's head and say, "Make a better widget." they may not be able to do that so they had to steal our widgets and then are going to use them against us
0: yeah and it's not like they have had no innovation or no r and d or anything like that but they
1: checkers completely different than our game
0: exactly the fire <laughs> drills um the but, but the fact is they can only allow so much free market incentive and free so much freedom before people start to have the feeling that we prayed for generations they would have that wait a minute you know i don't need to be controlled by the government you know i've 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 innovated i've done something good here i've built something beautiful why are you telling me what to do but you know they're controlled they're so good at oppression in china well sure if you want to be an oppressive uh, dictator when you grow up i suggest you study china
1: the great thing about a free society for all kinds of different reasons is you get to utilize all of your talent everybody mm-hmm. no matter you know what situation you're born into if you're if you're brilliant and you've got a great idea in whatever y- you can make it happen well that doesn't happen in other countries like china right so your steve jobs ends up living in a hut uh you know shaving hair for wig shipments, <laughs> yeah exactly oh and and never getting the opportunity um oh so they have to steal our stuff but you know, I were talking yesterday about the, 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 when does China move on Taiwan and uh, historian Neil Ferguson think it's going to happen. If I'm China, I don't, because enough of the world still hasn't woken up to the fact that there's a Cold War going on. If, I grew up as a kid. If you're old enough, you remember the Cold War. There's a constant threat of World War Three, nuclear weapons between us and the Soviet Union. Our mm-hmm. movies, songs, books about the horribly frightening war that we're in the middle of, the Cold War. That's not happening right now with China. If China moves on Taiwan, then we do wake up to it. If I'm them, I just continue to try to slide under the radar a little bit. As 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 long as you can. Yeah, because as recently as a couple of months ago, freaking Great Britain was going to allow us to install their cell phone service. Nice
0: job, Bojo. You dumbass. Sorry, he's just getting over the vid. Why would I call him names? That's really insensitive. But nobody
1: would have done that in 1970. Great Britain wouldn't have said to the Soviet Union, yeah, you can put in all our telecommunications uh, equipment. That'd be fantastic. (laughs) It's laughable. It is laughable. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Donald Trump don't trust
1: China! One more
0: note. You know what? Why don't I do it after the break? Um... In the same way that I'm a football fan, I hate it. I'm a junkie. I want to get away from the NFL, but I really enjoy the game. Uh, you know, you expect Patrick Mahomes to be great, but then one day he comes out, he throws five touchdowns and 500 yards, and, and you just think, I I thought I knew how great he was, but well, in the same way, the parade of dishonesty and bias on NPR this morning really got my attention. It was a five awesome. touchdown day for them, and I just <laughs> I want to give you a couple of examples in a minute or two. Hang on.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, you also need to, uh, you said you, another example that sports might not happen. Because I'm I'm hopeful, particularly the NBA playoffs. But uh... Well, every time they
0: start it up, you either have multiple positive tests eventually or... Like, I, I just read the San Francisco Giants have shut down their workouts because they can't get the, enough tests, or they couldn't get the tests back, or something like that. It's just a test shortage, and so they just keep running into stumbling blocks, and then two of the stars test positive, and it just all goes to hell.
1: Which is not a reason not to try. No, but I don't see any getting around the NBA. First round, one team, three players, you're starting five, test positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, that team's out. Yeah. Okay. So, what the, the 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 other team forfeit to the next well, round, and or your, your three starters test positive? Then, what do you do for the next
0: game? The other guys who haven't tested positive yet, you let them bump and grind in no. the lane. Or? No, no,
1: yeah, that team would have to be out.
0: I think. What do you draft all new players? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I just I, I want them to try. I really do. I want baseball to start. I don't care how many games they play. Just pl- play me some baseball, would you? Um, But uh, it's just it's it's a rocky, rocky road ahead. So I mentioned NPR is just flaming dishonestly, uh, dishonesty and uh, bias, which is getting more and more notable and why my tax dollars go to support it. I can't imagine. Um, And, and you know, they threw in a really good twisting of uh, Trump's words uh, about Mexico. But we'll leave that one alone. This is completely un Trumpy. And this reminds me, this is a tease. They were looking for input from their listeners. And it reminds me of one of the smartest and best things Thomas Sowell has ever said. And that's saying something, because the guy is a... He is to wisdom what Niagara Falls is to plunging water. He said, if there is not equality of outcomes among people born to the same parents and raised under the same roof... Why should a quality of outcomes be expected or assumed in a society when conditions are not nearly so comparable?
1: So incredibly obvious, but overlooked all the time, and just, you know, there's no arguing with that. No,
0: no, absolutely not.
1: NPR is trying to
0: get input on... They are avowedly socialist at this point. Nakedly progressive radio. And the tease for input was... They were talking about the inequity in the economy. And here, this is a direct quote. Did the pre-COVID economy reward some members of your family while failing others? They want to know about economic inequity inside your family. And the way they phrased it, and again, I promise you this quote is 100% correct, is did the economy reward some members of your family while failing others? And this is one of the things that drives me insane about progressivism. They denied, well, they made you a victim of Quote-unquote, the
1: economy. Well, it took away all your agency. You have no say in it. Right. You have no free
0: will. You have no say, ambition, education. The system
1: affected this person well and this person poorly. They had nothing to do with it whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it was inequity. The economy did this to you. Did the pre-COVID economy reward some members of your family while failing others? If that thinking takes hold, we are doomed. We might as well give in to China and say, All right, how do you do this now? How many concentration camps we need to ensure everybody falls into line with the great communist party? That's that's just astonishing.
1: Jordan Peterson's always talking about this modern view of things where it's it's to it eliminates the individual. The individual you're part of a group. There are no individuals making individual decisions with individual effort and talent. Right. Your life happens to you.
0: The idea that you should have any control or agency is no, 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 no. Get in the line.
1: That's interesting. Hey, back to the sports thing briefly before we run out of time. I came across this yesterday. If sports gets up and running like they, uh, they're they hoping, all four of America's major sports leagues would be ba- would be in action in September for the first time ever. Ooh. Mm. Regular season NFL, Major League Baseball games, along with the NBA and NHL playoff action, along with NCAA football, what they're hoping to happen. So... America's radio stations are ready to carry more than 5,000 hours of live coverage during the month of September, which would be a record by far. 5,000 hours of sports, big-time sports.
0: Can you imagine how much sports talk radio guys want that? Because they're
2: desperate. They're dying right now. What have they been doing every day? Interviews and talking about drafts. Oh, it's it's terrible. There's actually been a couple signings that they've been able to fill some time with. How much time? Some (laughs) time.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's rough with no
2: yeah, games to talk we've about. We've signed
0: uh, Jim Schmedlovich, at uh, linebacker if there's ever another game.
1: <laughs> and then they cry, they just sob.
3: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: We won't be surprised when they first come down to Orlando if we have some additional players to test positive. What would be most concerning is once players enter this campus and then go through our quarantine period, then if they were to test positive or we would have any positive tests, we would know we would.
1: Oh, it kind of ate the end We would have a problem. Yeah, you would have a problem. That's the uh, commissioner of the NBA. So if they can get them all in there and nobody's got it, sure, I get it. You don't allow the virus in, you can pull it off. But one case gets into it, and he's not going to say it out loud. But You're going to have to call the thing off. There's no way you play it to completion if a case gets in there, because it spreads. I mean, you talk about breathing on each other. Oh, yeah. Standing side by side, breathing (laughs) as hard as you can. Yeah, it just won't work. Yeah, other
0: than NFL linemen, there's just there's no sport that compares with, you know, trading droplets. Uh, by the way, the New York I'm sorry, not the New York, the San Francisco Giants who I mentioned earlier, did get their test back. Everybody's negative, so they're back to playing a little pepper, a little bingo, a little round of horn. <laughs>
1: Working out again. So this, Justin, who knows if it's true or not, but it's too funny not to mention. A B C News, just in. Trump campaign considers displaying statues at future rallies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's so good! Oh, Bring statues with you to the rallies. That is so Trumpy.
1: The late great Thomas Jefferson. Right. You walk up with a great big Thomas Jefferson statue, <laughs> right? Beach have cheering. it on
0: the stage, Washington and Jefferson. <laughs> You know what? That's some fabulous political theater, though.
1: Well, as a uh, some anarchist guy, I really like. What's his name? I'll think of uh, it. the Malice guy. Yeah, Malice. Yeah, yeah. He's a. He says Trump is the world's greatest troll. Yeah, he yeah. he makes everybody dance to his tune all the time with with trolling like that. It will be discussed in serious tones on cable news channels today. And MSB. Can you believe this guy? Well, he'll the, do anything. He's just is the worst. The Biden campaign, <laughs> though, will have
0: to comment on it. Right. Right. He's putting them in the position of having to comment, which is the, the great trollery part of it. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. <dude. laughs> so, uh, semi-breaking news. Um, you can keep Brandon in his stall. Brandon, our breaking news donkey. When news breaks, the donkey brays. Anyway, uh, Supreme Court has ruled employers with religious objections can be exempt from Obamacare's birth control mandate. The Little Sisters of the Poor, who've spent millions of dollars on lawyers, uh, I'm sure donated, but um, finally won that case to the Supreme Court. Um, If you object to birth control or abortion, you can't be forced to finance it through your uh, insurance plan. So that's interesting. We have not been on top of the Supreme Court rulings lately, like we usually have been in years past. Eh, A lot of them didn't trip my trigger.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And there's so
1: much going on. Uh-huh. Is it a fair summary, do you think? Because, again, I'm taking my information in through the media, and I don't know whose biases are what. But is it a fair summary to say that, now, guarantee you this is biased? I'm not even going to say it, then. No, I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to shut my mouth. Wow. Well, if it's if it's just he spin, dipped his toe in, folks. why would I want to perpetuate spin? And it's right. obviously spin. So. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm looking at this. Oh, It's awfully detailed. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, uh, we'll keep an eye. They still have not unleashed a couple of their their most uh, potentially controversial rulings that they will issue this week, right?
1: Plessy versus Ferguson?
0: <laughs> um no, the the one about the the president's taxes and finances and stuff like that. Uh, they also ruled 7 to 2 that employment discrimination suits by teachers fired by Catholic elementary schools are barred by it's a principle called ministerial exception, but the long story short is you can't teach at a Catholic school and say Jesus was a fake and you ought to worship the devil. Okay? You can't be fired for employment discrimination if you are outwardly clearly anti-religious working for a religious school. Hmm. The fact that that had to go to the Supreme Court just shows that, well, we've, we've gone, you know, way too far in the direction of too many laws and not enough justice. Um... So anyway, but we'll uh, we'll do a good roundup for you on Friday, probably everything that that's happened soups wise in the past two weeks. Did you hear uh, Chief Justice John Roberts was hospitalized last month? How did they keep that secret? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he, he he took a blow to the head head injury in a fall. he was dehydrated.
1: was it oh, I thought it was Rand Paul's neighbor
0: <laughs> No, no, he appears to be uh more or less tamed. Yeah, he got dehydrated, fell down, conked his head. The wow. chief justice isn't he, that old a
1: guy. Either. No, he's, he's like our age. He got so dehydrated he went down. Yeah, and, that's what they said. And was hospitalized.
0: Wow, sixty. Well, he's sixty-five years old.
1: Oh, okay. He's old, he, yeah. he just he just lived a somewhat better life apparently than I did. Is he? He's he, not looked that old.
0: He he looks younger than us. But he's, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> solid decade or more old. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, well.
1: No, he's much older than I am, but he looks better, which is troubling.
0: Yeah, I had a golf buddy who had to be hospitalized for dehydration. He said, I felt perfectly fine, then all of a sudden I was
1: out. And had to go to the hospital. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I have a friend who fell and hit his head and died a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Uh, I don't know what caused Great him to fall. Great but... Scott.
0: Uh, Robert suffered a seizure in July 07 They don't think this is related fell from a dock after experiencing what the court described as a benign idiopathic seizure that means that's a fancy pants term that means there was no easily identifiable
2: cause for the seizure i think somebody called me that once a benign idiopath exactly yeah Yeah, the shoe fits
1: does it have to be I mean because we've all had that happen where you just get really dizzy lightheaded just for like a second yeah you wonder what the heck was that
0: yeah a little scary
1: yeah um, uh, we got this picture. Somebody sent a picture of a high school football team practicing out in the lawn. Said, I'm glad you're debating whether the schools should open or not. Here's my local school high school football team uh, practicing. I'm not exactly sure what's going on that because I know the local high school to my area, I saw the high school football team practicing a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were at the skateboard park and there they were out practicing. And I know they haven't made the decision on whether or not they're going to have classes yet. Right. So I guess they're just going forward with the outdoor workouts Hoping that though, could you would you have a football season if they're doing homes? with they they're not having classes? I suppose you could, Buh. but there's no way you're gonna not allow know. them in class, but allow them to bash into each other and breathe on each other on the football field. Are you?
0: I don't know. I would sure like. I'd pay 19.95 or more in pay per view. To have, whether it's a Doc Fauci and others and some dissenters, just get together and have an intelligent discussion of the pros and cons, the risks and the rewards of having the kids go back to school. As opposed to having it all filter through the utterly biased, inane, dopey and click greedy American media. That doesn't care. They don't care about truth. Please, they'd laugh at me for even bringing it up. They just want to get your attention and keep it.
1: Well, and if you're, but if you're a young guy and you're really into high school football, I wasn't because I was small. Um, as Steve Earle says, I didn't play because I was a little bit small. But, um, if you're into that, you're hugely into that. And now you've got something to look forward to and to live for and, you know, something that is your identity. Because all that's been taken away from kids. They got nothing to look forward to. Right. And it, it's wearing on
2: them. That's <laughs> called, not good. It's called being an adult. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. You got to deaden
1: their souls
0: bit by bit, though, Sean. You can't suddenly have them thrust into that world. So, final note for the segment uh, began talking about Thomas Sowell's fabulous quote about, um, you know, if there's not equality of outcome amongst, among people born of the same parents, raised under the same roof, how can you possibly expect it in a society? which is uh, utterly irrefutable and elegant logic. I love one of this uh, these responses to the tweet. Why are you trying to use logic when uh, so many benefit from insane emotionalism? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Why are you wasting your time with logic? Nobody has any interest in that. Well said, my bitter friend. For well some
1: said. reason, I found that really uh, devastating, Sean. You said, welcome to being an adult. <laughs> Nothing
2: to look forward to. <laughs>
1: I remember, God, that hitting me, I must have been like 23 or something, just, I don't know why it hit me all of a sudden, I was at this job I hated looking out the window and thinking, it was summertime, that, that's why it hit me so hard. This Nothing's going to be different about summer than was different about spring and fall and winter, because summers were magical. Yes. My whole life. Yes. Even when I worked, like when I was young, summer was still magical at night. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was just nothing. There's nothing. Nothing's going to be uh, any different now for the rest of my life. <laughs> Until
0: forever. <laughs> Until I die. Well, with all due respect to your most excellent whining, and and just in case you don't know this, Jack and I are almost exactly the same age. We were born 10 days apart. Until that day when you your kids are raised to adulthood... And you truly now are just taking up space on Earth,
1: which is my situation. (laughs) You don't know what existential angst is. Oh, no, I don't have it now. I don't have it now because I'm in the midst of raising kids. Right. But prior to having kids, I definitely had that. It's just like, what? What? What is this? (laughs) What am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have that at all now. But, uh, well. I'll always have yelling at idiots. What is that David Spade line? Uh, you know, basically what you were said about. You know, it's called being an adult. Yeah, you know, we have a club for that. It's called Everyone. We meet at the bar.
0: Oh yeah, that's uh, that was the great Drew Carey. I <laughs> oh, believe was it from Carey? the Drew Carey show. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: called Everyone. We meet at the bar.
0: <laughs> so true. So true.
1: We'll try to finish the song show strong. I'm not confident that will happen, but that's what we'll try to do. Stay here.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show. Yeah, I still think I'm allowed to play basketball. I'm sure baseball is not going to be allowed as well. Uh, I know there's a lot of them. I mean, they have like everything from like jet skiing to I don't know uh, what all the, the things are. I, re- I read a lot of them, but it's, it's every pretty much physical activity you
3: could possibly do. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'll probably be sticking to football and video games for a while now.
1: Everything you're not allowed to do in your contract from Patrick Mahomes, who just signed the biggest contract in the history of American sports. <clears throat> they, uh, I would like to see a list adjusted for inflation. They never adjust for inflation, right. which makes all these lists meaningless.
0: Well, and baseball is vastly different than football because baseball guarantees the money like to a pitcher. You're yeah. going to get that money, yeah. uh, even if you suck. And, uh, and I can I can cite several examples. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Barry Zito. Um he bounced back a little bit in the playoffs. Poor Barry, he's a nice fella too.
0: Why would why why what sort of cruel streak runs through you that you'd kick that poor guy years
2: after he retired? Barry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sure with his hundred million dollars, he'll be okay. Prime Zito curveball was one of the more interesting things I'd ever seen a baseball do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When he was hot, yeah, he could make the ball dance like a wiffle ball.
1: What cooled him off? He didn't want it anymore.
0: Clearly. I don't know, or his elbow hurt.
1: I don't know, it's (laughs) tough. It's tough to hold up, and it's a tough thing to do. You mentioned Thomas Sowell a little bit ago. If you don't know Thomas Sowell's act, just Google his name, go to his Twitter account, whatever.
0: S-O-W-E-L-L. He's absolutely one of my very few intellectual heroes.
1: Yeah, African American. He's 90 years old. Oh, I didn't know that. Went to the Chicago School of Economics, and he's part of the whole Stanford-Hoover thing. And he's brilliant. And I mention he's black because it factors into a lot of his most famous quotes and thoughts. Mm-hmm. And as a guy who grew up black uh, starting in the 30s, he's got to have a pretty good idea about what racism is. You're right. Not and, and the 2020 version of it, the 1930 version of
0: it. And what sort of philosophies and practices yield success and happiness, and which yield uh, you know, misery and dependence?
1: And I was just going to go through his last like five tweets. My, his tweets are better than my, my, my tweet is going to be, look at this giant piece of cake I'm about to mm. eat. That's my tweet. He doesn't actually tweet these, it's his quotes, Fine. which are being tweeted. But Fine, yeah. but my tweets are still, look at the giant piece of cake I'm going to eat. There's a contrast there, yes. Equal opportunity policies are against racism. Affirmative action is racism under new management. Which is a good one. Mm. I like this one from yesterday. Abraham Lincoln once asked an audience, how many legs a dog has if you count the tail as a leg? When they answered five, Lincoln told them that the answer is four. The fact that you called the tail a leg does not make it a leg.
2: I feel like I was tricked in this question, Dave. That is so good. That is really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is really good. That would be like the... Um, um, calling an unwanted comment sexual assault does not make it sexual assault. Right. Calling... Support for the free market
0: racism does not make it racism.
1: This is a good one from two days ago. Any politician of any race or party who fights against charter schools that give many black youngsters their one shot at a decent life does not deserve the vote of anybody who really believes that black lives matter. That's a powerful one there. That's fantastic.
0: No, you got to keep those kids trapped in that crappy school.
1: What multiculturalism boils down to is that you can praise any culture in the world except Western culture, and you cannot blame any culture in the world except Western culture. (sighs) Also pretty good.
0: Incredible clarity and brevity. Yeah, Sowell's an
1: unbelievable intellect and, and wise man, the rest of it. And this fits in with the stuff you say all the time. Socialism in general has a record of failure so blatant that only an intellectual could ignore or evade it.
0: Yeah. It's a good one. Yep. You know, if you did that for the next hour, well, the show's over, practically. but We'd all be better for it. I would love it, and we'd all be better for it. If Thomas Sowell weren't 90 years old and had zero interest in the gig, (laughs) I'd say we should have him fill in for us.
1: I wish I were smarter. I think that a lot. I just (laughs) wish I were smarter. I know the listeners wish that. I know my kids wish that. I wish I had bigger hands. My parents certainly, that's your wish. Yeah. then
0: i could really play the guitar big chuck berry hands dude could play you know a note on the first fret and another one on the 17th it's just ridiculous i have these stubby little hands i play like i have oves anyway you'd like to be smarter i would well me too you can't make I'd yourself smarter i'd like you to be sm- smarter you can't <laughs> no i'd like you, me to be smarter you smart. can't make yourself smarter though not by wishing no you can <laughs> you can make yourself more educated though intelligence yeah, as, marginally. as we understand it not no no! Don't be negative there, Jack boy. Uh, but you got to be able to smart. remember it and apply it. Well, there's that. See? <laughs> <laughs> well, Tell it's me. Like, it's like a computer. You got your your chip, and then you got your 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 software, your data. Your your you know. You don't got such a great chip. Get more data. I'm
1: running a 486 over oh, here. Oh boy, that's a not. Week-over? That's not good. Final thoughts. Thought. With a Yes. Mm. I love the soft hits of the 70s. That's what I'll be listening <laughs> to on the drive home today.
0: You know, I was riding along listening to the 70s station the other day. I heard a Leo Sayer. just Yes. Nut. You make me feel like
1: dancing. Yep. Gonna that dance was the popular. night away. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. How about
0: a final thought from everybody? There he is in the control room, Michelangelo. Final thought?
1: Yeah, I
3: love the idea of Trump bringing statues to his rallies. I want him to have conversations with them.
2: Hey, Thomas Jefferson, what do you think of the economy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're right, exactly.
2: Hey, uh, Positive Sean, your final thought? Uh Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to spend some time reading some Thomas Sowell quotes today. I, I feel like I'm underexposed to his thoughts. I'm going to do a little digging on that. Today. One of the best things you could possibly read to clarify your
0: own thoughts and understand that people who think differently from you are not your enemy is the first chapter of his book, Conflict of Visions. It's brilliant. Jack, final thought for us.
1: It's not like reading the Hardy Boys, though. <laughs> it is not. Each sentence is chewy. Get yourself a stiff cup of tea, put your cat on your lap, and, uh, you know, you realize you're, you're setting in for an afternoon of reading right there. I have no cat. That's my final thought. I wish I were smarter. All
0: right. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to cede my final thought to Thomas Sowell. When you consider what an enormous windfall gain it is to be born in America, it is painful to hear some people complain bitterly that someone else got a bigger windfall gain than they did.
1: Hmm. That is the best thing that happened to you if you're born in America.
0: How about one more as long as we have the time? Anyone who wants reparations based on history will have to gerrymander history very carefully. Otherwise, practically everybody would owe reparations to practically everybody else. (laughs) We have a winner. That's pretty
1: good. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. so
0: many people who think so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our podcasts are there. You can download them for free because we're stupid. Uh, let's say, oh, we've got great swag, uh, t-shirts and coffee mugs and all sorts of stuff that helps pay the guys. Um and you can email us, mailbag at com. if there's something we ought to be talking about or you have a thought you'd like to share, uh, send it along. Appreciate it. Keep it short if you can.
1: Oh my god, I just saw that there's gonna be the Bachelor Senior Citizen. We gotta talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> See you then. God bless America.
3: uh, what you're doing.
1: You're, you're I coming feel close. To me. You're coming close. Back to me. Up.
3: Armstrong and Getty.